It's alive! Welcome to episode 16 of Primary Paradise Teaching. What in the world is a Frankenbook? Books are my love language. I love to read and listen to them myself. Audiobooks are my new recent love. But I cherish children's books in a way that is, one, probably not normal, and two, probably pretty common among teachers. I've always used my own money to purchase books for my class through yard sales, thrift stores, and asking friends and family to pass on spare books. I have always used a book hospital to preserve my books for as long as possible, but eventually I've run into a predicament. What do you do with books that are past the point of no return? Picture it. A student hands you a book that has been taped back together a dozen times. The spine is crumbling and has clearly been well-loved. I know I had this happen a few times each school year. You know, the books that need a little more than TLC, Tape, Love, and Care. Those books that look like they need the book morgue, are waving a white flag, are just past the point of use. Well, we can give them new life and turn them into Frankenbooks. What in the world are Frankenbooks, you might ask? Frankenbook is a term I made up to describe books that have been given new life. Also, these books go from being a regular old book to being helpful classroom tools. So here are six ways you can bring new life to books in your classroom instead of just throwing them away. Number one, sequencing practice. The first way you can bring a book back to life is, well, to first tear it apart. Cut the pages out of the book, laminate, and then have your students practice putting the book pages back in order. This works best with shorter books that have strong picture cues. It's a great activity that will help your students analyze pictures and context clues. It can also serve as a reminder for their own stories and the importance of making their stories make sense. Also, if all the pages are still fine and it's the binding and the cover that's the issue, you can put the pages on a binder ring or in a binder and students could simply continue to read the book like normal. If you have a binding machine at your school, you could even rebind the book and add it back to your library. Number two, retelling practice. Another fun option is great for some good old-fashioned oral language practice. Cut the pages out of the book, cut off the words, laminate, and then you can attach them together in a binder or with a binder ring. Have students look at the pictures and retell the story or come up with their own story based on the pictures. You could even add sequencing words to the pages to help them practice transition words. Additionally, you could have them write a story using the pictures as well. Number three, illustrate the story. This is basically the opposite of the last option, and you could actually use those books and just take the text out. Cut out the text, laminate, and then have students read and illustrate. They could illustrate just one page, or you could have them do multiple pages or even the whole story, depending on how long the story is. This is a great way to check their comprehension in a fun and engaging way. Does their picture match the story? It is also a great activity that reminds students to be descriptive in their own writing. The more vivid the language, the easier it will be for them to create an accurate illustration. Number four, writing prompts. The pictures from children's books that have seen better days can work really well as writing prompts. 
This is great for centers, work on writing, early finishers, or students who need some writing inspiration. Cut out the illustrations that you want to use. You can put them in a plastic sleeve or laminate them. If you'd prefer to not laminate for environmental reasons, you could also glue them to some thin cardboard, which will make them last longer. Think a cereal box or something similar. Number five, label the pictures. This is a fun activity for word work. Cut the pages out of the book and laminate the pictures you'd like to use. Then give students a dry erase marker and have them label the things, people, and animals in the picture. This is a great way to have them practice sounding out and figuring out the spelling of unknown words as well. This can also be a great activity for students who need some vocabulary practice. You can also add a label to the picture with a word bank if you want. Number six, continue the story. A final option is to select certain pages from the book, cut them out, and laminate. Then you can have your students read the page and continue the story. This works well for work on writing as well as some of the other options. You can give them one page or a few. If you're going to give them a few, you can add them to a binder ring so they don't get lost. You can also give students the ending of the story and have them develop the beginning, which is a little bit trickier. So, the next time a student brings a book to you that's crumbling in their hands, see if you can use it to create a Franken book instead. It's a win-win. You now have some new centers and classroom tools and a book, or at least part of it, doesn't end up in the trash.